Hey everybody, thanks again for tuning in today to another episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. The slightly growing number somewhere 200s episode podcast in Apple space, in the podcast realm for the fathers trying to break the stigmas, have a little bit of fun and realize that we're not alone in this battle of fatherhood. If you know the voice, I'm sorry, you know it's Davo and I have my semi-good best buddy, amigo, partner, friend, marital work husband, Ryan with me today as well too. Ryan, how you doing, babe? I would love love for people to see your process of getting through that intro each time because we record these things and you don't move for like 30 minutes but every time when you do the when you do the fucking intro you're like flailing your arms around i'm getting in character it's called acting it's what called, do you mean dave this is who you are in real life oh no, god no I'm, I'm a fucking slug yeah, yeah, we're pretty reserved people. Let <laughs> me come out here. I'm Amberverd, okay? I'm Amberverded. What is Amberverd? I heard it on one of our interviews. See, obviously, you don't listen to the interviews I did a while back ago with There's Pat so Davey. There's so many. <laughs> Pat Davey coined the term Amberverd. Oh, uh, yeah. Where it's like you're introverted. Yeah, but you yeah. can you can handle situation. And you're a very outgoing person, which is what I am, but I'm very introverted. Friend of, friend of the show, Pat Davies. Very friend of the show, Pat Davies. Yeah, I definitely Beast Mode Kids definitely podcast. Listen, yep, listen to your stuff. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> no. No, I know you didn't. I so. had a hard time listening to something that I helped produce. It's it's a real <laughs> thing. It's a mental block. And, you know, it, don't make fun of me for it. I'm not. Like you're, get, you're actually getting a lot better with it. So I will give you. Yeah. I will give you that. Oh, speaking of mental blocks, speaking of growing up, speaking of beast modes and kids and amberverts, Ryan, what is it that we are deciding to discuss on today's episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast? Well, it's the concept of, and I didn't understand this when you pitched it, by the way, but letting kids grow versus intervening in their growth. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. Okay. It, and is there a right answer? Is there? Is there? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. That's what we're here to discuss today. Ooh. See, you put a, yeah, you put a lot of, a lot of references in. <laughs> I actually did a lot of work into this one because it was very yeah. intriguing to me. It was very intriguing. And I had a lot of fun with this one. It, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say about this, actually. Um, I'm going to forget everything. Because, yeah, I have, I have the notes up. Do you have the notes up? <laughs> In They're Slack. Right over here. You can't you can't see them, but I'm pointing at the other monitor. I figured you would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like right. like a weirdo. Uh, uh, uh. It, they, they didn't see me point, only you saw me point, so Right, right. But the point is I know exactly. But it, it is actually in a weird spot because I've got a third monitor now and it's like I have one monitor to the right and then I have a monitor that doesn't fit on my monitor stand because of the way the mount was was when I bought it. And then I have a third one above it. No, it Great, looks like the uh the, the shambled up, uh, like all the monitors from the Matrix, where they're like they're just okay. completely random and like all okay. jumped up. I like it. Yeah, that, that's a great segue called? into what's right or what's wrong. No, so. it's awful. It's yeah. awful. Horrible. I just wanted to tell you, how. horrific. It's, it's conjecture, Dave. You know, oh. you know we're famous oh. for it. Conjecture. Yeah. That is a multiple syllable word that many people don't like. It's talking. It's rambling. It's us being us. Who told you we did, they didn't like that? I don't know. I'm just saying words. You, you know, yeah, I don't uh, think of making- half the stuff I say. You're making me self-conscious now. I love you. Do you not look at my <laughs> face and see that there's a little bit of sarcasm in my tone? Oh, gosh. I love you. 
Anyway, Dave, is there a right anyway. answer? <laughs> no. Did I get it right? Did I pass Show the over. Yep, Show over. Off. I got it. Yeah, there you go. Do your own thing. We got <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is not a right answer, Ryan. But in some instances, no, there yeah, might yeah. be. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was letting you go with it. I was just filling the void of my okay. lonely heart. The whole plan is shot, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the whole plan was shot. Okay. I guess I'm I'm walking us through this guy. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to do this one? Oh, yeah, shit. Was, <laughs> we talked about it five minutes ago. <laughs> no, no, no. no. No, Dave, Dave, Dave. The, the point is when, when you write the topics and the outlines, you're supposed to walk us through them, but I'm only supposed to lead you, then we discuss them. Oh, <laughs> you shit. Know, like, how the format of our show's been for almost two years now? Wild card, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan, there is no right answer to this one. As we have come to learn and know and in growing up, I've realized that your situation is going to dictate pretty much anything like the army has taught us. Your situation is really going to dictate how you're going to handle that. The army and even also though, taught me how to shit in a hole, but I don't believe it. Cut that yeah, out. These, That's bad. That was a bad joke. That was a whole, yep. that doubt. Yeah. I'm keeping that joke for prosperity yeah. reasons. It was a fucking terrible joke, but it is terrible. true. The army to teach me how to do that. It's very true. The trick, the trick is to pie your corners. So the hole doesn't fall in on itself. And now you know. There's your fearless father's dad tip of the day when you need to learn to shit in the woods. Congratulations. Yep. Man, we've been talking also, about the last couple of weeks. Also, if you're in the northeastern part of our country, broadleafed aster is nature's toilet paper. Look at that. Something else I didn't know and I didn't think I needed to know, but now I know. It has, it has natural aloes in it. Wonderful. How it's did we go from wondering if this is right for intervening versus growth to... In it, Shitting and using a leaf as toilet paper. <laughs> Only on the when, Fearless Fathers podcast can we make this when you, possible. When you forgot the format that we worked so hard. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Dave, One stay time. on topic. What are you doing? All right. So speaking He's of... He's visibly mad, right by the way. A little bit. A little <laughs> yeah. bit. Mainly mad at myself, but there's a slight, slight madness no, no, at no, you. No, no, no. Stop lying to the people. You're fucking pissed oh, at I'm fucking me. furious. <laughs> All right, go no, ahead. I promise. We, I promise I won't make fun of you anymore. I make fun of you all the time, so I only expect Fair it from enough. you. All right, but yeah, I mean, we want what's best for our kids, and even when we're intervening, we want them to grow, we want them to develop, we want them to learn and do all these amazing things that maybe we couldn't do or what we've done with our past experiences and how we've handled situations and how everything kind of worked towards us. That's not necessarily going to mean that it's the right thing to do or the right time to do it in that situation. You know, I look at it in this way of when I was growing up and I was a kid, when my parents intervened in something, when I was trying to figure something out, did that benefit me or did it hurt me? Uh, A prime example, like putting something back together. This is a great example about me that even you don't know. I love destroying shit. I could destroy shit all day. I could take things apart down to the bare bones. But if you ask me to put it back together, I'm fucking useless. And I attribute that a lot to parents intervening and just kind of taking it and saying, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to take it and go. Or adults doing that when you're a kid trying to learn and make mistakes. 
if that makes uh, sense. I can see that. Wasn't your dad like a mechanic or something? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like he's he's a guy that does that on a regular basis. Not anymore. Well, I know not anymore. But when well, yeah, you were he works on up, cars right? and shit. Yeah, growing up and yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, and like yeah, I, I could I could just visualize little Dave standing in the driveway trying to put a carburetor back together and your dad ripping it out of your hands. No, nah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> what am I right? <laughs> Did I nail it? Uh, I love you, Dad. If you're listening to this, because I know you listen to this show. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's he does. <laughs> I don't, Mr. Olander. I do definitely do not want to make any assumptions about your past. <laughs> You'd be like, no, that's about right, man. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a call and tell him that he's right. Mm, okay. Yeah, I get a fucking random ass phone call. Hey, Dave gave me your number, and I just hang up real fast. <laughs> not the only that. That phone's dead to me. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, I I kind of get what what you're getting at there. And I've talked about this on the show before. Um and this is kind of where I thought you were going to end up going with this episode, but you've definitely surprised me <laughs> a little bit. And um I, I I when you said intervening, I I thought you meant like like physically intervening in somebody's life, not allowing them to do to, to do something or go down a certain path um because that person thinks it's not the correct uh, uh, path or our uh, career for somebody like for instance like my parents really wanted me to go into uh, to healthcare and I, I know I've talked mm. about this in the past because they were both healthcare people and I definitely didn't do that and in fact it's you know I'm the perfect example of pushing a kid hard enough they're going to go in the polar opposite direction so what did I do I practice blowing people up for a living hooray <laughs> in the field arts, yay! Yay! yeah no no it's just it's one of those things whereas healthcare would have been a very good lucrative stable career for me i feel like part of the reason i didn't do that was because i got pushed and did my parents push me hard no nah, not really no <laughs> they just like hey you should go do the stem program at the community college i was like fuck you big gun go boom and that's where i was at so you know i'm a humongous proponent of letting things happen naturally you know like whatever kev's interested in i'm obviously going to foster his his interest as much as i can um and i will give him advice you know when it's appropriate but am i going to push him one way or the other i i want to say no right now but I don't know what I'm going to be like in 10 years, 12 sure. years, 20 years. Yeah, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. He could be like, I want to start a troupe of actors that exclusively makes puppets out of their scrotums. And I'd be like, hmm, they already have that. And please don't do that. <laughs> but I can make it better, Dad. Yeah, but I can make it better. And if that's what he wants to do with his life, then hey, well, you know, like, I'm not going to stop him with his fucking life. But no, I will give him the best piece of advice as I can. I mean, it'd be better than you know hosting a podcast with a veteran army buddy. Uh, what, why would you say things like that? Huh? I was trying to make a horrible time joke. Yeah, now we're, See, we're two. Look we're at that. We're even at a thousand. Yep. Boom. Yep. Nailed it. If you cut, nailed it. You, if you cut your shitty joke out and mine's still in there. Oh, I'm going to. Um, you can have the fearless. I'll take the fathers. Do we swap them on holidays? Uh, no. Well, the thing is, like, we still gonna have to keep the circle. It's in the logo. You can have the circle. Um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. I'll take it. Tuesdays, Thursdays. 
Sundays and intersecting Fridays. We'll have to flip the Fridays. That's fine. I respect that. Good. Good. I agree with that statement. And I think that could be an episode for a podcast down the line as far as like being adults and having that mindset and moving forward. I think we could do something with that later on down the road. Yeah, but that just goes to show you how much I didn't understand the topic you were saying. It's true. But yes, this is, yeah. It's a broad topic. So in a way, we're kind of like niching it down a little bit more, I guess you could say, in a yeah. way. Because it, is, it sure. is relatively broad. So because it's broad and with the research on this, we decided to break this growth versus intervening down. Well, I decided to do this into three different points. So we're going to be talking about like, intervening in a fight when you have like your children or your child and a friend fighting having your child intervene in your life which is going to be interesting and then intervening in their academics so ryan why don't you take the first one siblings or friends fight over nonsense dave first off that's absolutely true i would used to get into fights with my brother all the time over stupid shit uh, secondly, you know, hey, like shit happens, like a physical confrontation from a child to another child is never acceptable in my mind. I will no. be intervening in that fight. Yeah, I will. I will absolutely be intervening in that fight, you know, especially if my son is winning. <laughs> <laughs> you got him. You're good. You, you brought honor to the family name. Well, so no, 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 not, not, not just that. Like, yeah. it's one of those things where like, first off, like if your kid's going to hurt another kid that year you're really responsible for that as a parent. Uh, second, like I, I never want my son to hurt another person. Like it's, it's not, it's not a good lesson to learn. It's like a verbal confrontation. Yeah. I'm at the point where in my life where I like to avoid confrontation, except when with you, Dave, but you and I both know in my, in my younger years, um, I was not that person <laughs> as, as everybody remember. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yeah, so, it's growth and everything, and I have a sneaking suspicion my son is going to be like that as well. Fuck, what did they used to call me? I forget. Oh, Spicy McCaggis. That's what they used to call me. <laughs> For what? Uh, yeah, it's not, okay. not you guys. But anyway, uh-huh. my point is, I used to like getting into like shouting matches for the sake of getting into shouting matches. And I, you know, I am I going to intervene one of my if my son is doing that to another kid? I, I guess that really depends, but probably. Probably because those generally lead to a nice, a nice long fist fight or a nice long physical confrontation. Agreed. And with that, I mean, depending on your mood, like I know for me, like depending on if I'm in a really good mood or a really shitty mood, I'm either going to let it go and kind of see what happens if I'm in a good mood or if I'm in a bad mood, like just fucking stop it and try and rip them away. And I think that's what a lot of us, I mean, subconsciously, I do that all the time and I know you do it and I know a lot of other people do it and a lot of dads do that. They're like, (laughs) I want to see these two short people see what they do to each other, and if they start swinging yeah, yeah. fists, <laughs> then I'm yeah, yeah, you, yeah. They're like a bunch of bar monkeys just throwing chips at each other, setting bets down. My kid's got a hundred and four odd to one. There's not really a answer as to when the time is. The article that I grabbed out of this that brought up some really good points was Health.us News. They did a whole thing on this one, which is where I got this portion from. Obviously, you want your kid to learn and grow how to develop these critical thinking and these problem-solving skills. Like, first and foremost, that's like a major key. And with escalations or with fights, they need to learn that way as well, too, instead of you jumping in at the sign of possible yelling or obviously you don't want it to get to fisticuffs. 
but there needs to be that gray area matter or yeah gray area gray area matter you know what did, i went did with you say gray matter gray area matter gray area ma- okay gray area matter i i i have i have something to make fun of you of, but i won't <laughs> very good so talking about this and they even go into like stating that this is a good opportunity to teach your kid respect for others compromise and problem solving like that is a major thing that a lot of teens have problem with growing up in middle school and high school time frames and let's be honest a lot of adults never really seem to grasp that idea either oh i can think of a few yeah exactly exactly one really good point that they made up about this is like if there looks like there's going to be resolve and there's no escalation and like yelling or shouting or going to start punching each other or hitting each other let them work it out together let them come to their own compromise and use that as a teaching moment for everybody involved including yourself if you need it what's your thoughts that's actually a really good point coming into this i I actually hadn't even thought of that that the fact that they actually need some conflict to learn because conflict is a part of life um and it, it will develop your problem solving skills like you said your critical thinking skills, which are just so fucking valuable. Um, and, you know, like, and, and, a, and another thing is, like, even if you feel you're correct, you need to learn what it feels like to not be correct in a confrontation. Sometimes you're going to end up on the bad side of that coin. Um, sometimes you're going to be fucking wrong. And you have to understand and deal with those emotions prior to, you know, like, you know, it becoming like, like a psychosis thing. You know, yeah. like, if you're always right, guess what? You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> you're going to grow up to be a dickhead. <laughs> um, you, no one's always right. You're not omnipotent. Absolutely. I'm not omnipotent. You're not omnipotent, Dave. Every every person has something wrong with them. That's what makes them a person. And that's, you know, like, that's a good argument to just draw a circle in the sand and let those kids fucking duke it out taking bets on who wins (laughs) you know what that made me just think of it's like you're setting the foundation to having difficult conversations with people about ideologies or issues that they are holding in these firm beliefs like when you're constantly being told you're right you're right you're right and then you're an adult and then all of a sudden you're considered a fucking radical or an extremist or this or that, like pretty much everything that's going on in today's world, having that type of conversation and saying like, hey, no, it's okay to be wrong. You're allowed to change your ideals. You're allowed to change your beliefs. You're allowed to be fucking human. Right. And it feels like a lot of kids, teens and adults miss that connection. Like, hey, we're allowed to have a conversation. I'm allowed to attack your argument. I'm not going to attack you for your beliefs, but I'm allowed to say, this is why I feel this is wrong. I'm not going to say you're fucking useless and you're a moron and this is why you're a fucking idiot. No. I mean, like, this is, I, you make some valid points. This is why I think that that argument's invalid. By ripping your child away from that, you're taking away something that ultimately is, ha- you know what I'm trying to say? It's, yeah. You're breeding it, yeah. more of what we don't want in today's world, in my in my opinion, anyway. Okay. I mean, that, that point aside of what we want or don't want in today's world, in reality, all you can 
all you can do is guide your little sphere of influence. Which Thank is, you. Which is yes. Your kid. You know, you, you're not wrong uh, because there's a portion of your brain when you're wrong, like when you're like actually wrong about a topic or you're not being respectful to somebody and you're wrong and you you've thought you've been right for so long. Like you, you physically feel pain. Oh yeah, you're <laughs> like, sick. There's a part of your, there's a part of your brain that fucking does that to you, and that's like that's how you know it's fucking wrong. And if mm-hmm. you don't give your give your kid the opportunity to feel those those emotions, when the first time it happens, they're not going to know what to do with it. And like it's all about life experiences, and you know it it it, it builds it, it makes you humble. It makes you grateful for one you are right. It makes you grateful for when you know something does go wrong and you have the ability to deal with it in your head and that's it you learn from it then instead of like oh fuck that sucks i'll never do that again and i was like oh fuck i fucked that up well i better figure out a better way to do that and that's where the critical thinking comes in you learn if from you your failures yeah. right if you, and then you deal with the pain and you move on and you do it better the next time and, and that could be anything from like a job to a social interaction to, to being a fucking parent money to be in a yeah. fucking parent yeah, to be in a fucking parent all the time <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely that's it i mean you you said that a lot better that that was the point that i was trying to get across my brain just decided to dump itself halfway through that statement yeah and i pulled fine. a michael scott but that's why i'm here that's why you're here i didn't get that reference why did i get why did i not get the michael scott reference the office do you watch the office yeah, you're a scumbag. So All right. there's like there's like there's like five big shows that everybody has like, oh, I, I can quote this show in making the assumption that everybody's watched it. Mm-hmm. One of them is Breaking Bad. One of them is The Office. One of them is Family Guy. Brooklyn Nine Nine is on that list. And um, shit, what's another big Just one? Just stop there. I don't even know you anymore. Uh, Parks and Rec. I I don't want to know you anymore. Send him hate mail. Send him all the hate emails. Every single one of them. Hate mail aside, we've been on this topic for too long now. Let's move on to the next one that we've talked about. And this one might seem a little off, but I'm going to try and explain it better in a way because my writing's horrible at times. But that's having your child intervening in your life. What I mean by that, and this is actually from Ask BHH, BHSC, which is Buffalo Hearing and Speech Center. Okay. And they talk about in an article, three things parents should not talk to their children about. When I was going through this list and I was going through all the feelings they talk about, like your marital issues, obviously you don't want to tell your kids that, negative feelings about family or friends, because again, that has its whole other issues, your own personal issues or problems. This one is the one that I definitely want to hit. For me, I've talked about it. I, I'm i not going to say I had the best childhood growing up, but I also didn't have the worst childhood growing up. Everybody has their own situations and their own circumstances. But when you start sharing your problems, your worries, your fears to your child, whether they're an adult child, a teen, or a fucking kid, it doesn't help in their development. You're taking away their emotional psychological developmental cues and you're almost turning them like into an adult in a way like now they have to try and figure out how to cope with these feelings that mommy or daddy's sad and they're putting all their burden on me 
no kid should ever have to go through that, whether you're an adult, a teen. Now, talking to them about things and having a conversation and confidence about that, that's a different story. You know, you you could talk about these things, but if you're going like, your dad's a fucking so-and-so and your mom, she's a fucking bitch and you're Angie, like none of that shit. And for most of you dads listening, you obviously probably don't fall into that situation at all or you might have slipped up in that situation before, but it's something to be cognizant of. Because I feel as a dad, as a, as a human being, you want to have your feelings validated. You want to vent. You want to rant. You want to do whatever. There's a time and there's people specifically designed for stuff like that. To put that burden on your kids, to have your kids become your emotional guardian when, they're, when they need emotional guardianship. To me, that, that's definitely not the answer. So uh, just to kind of get your point here. When you say your kids don't intervene in your life, you're trying to state the fact that you don't want your like personal social cues, right? Uh, your family social. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. I was trying to see where you were going with that. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, it, it's. I think especially when they're younger, that's a really good point because you're doing the thing of just letting a kid be a kid at that point in time because they're still trying to experience everything. There's no. There's no reason to to load them up with whatever bullshit you're dealing with on a daily basis, because guess what? They'll be dealing with all that bullshit when they're in their 30s, too. And, you know, life goes from fun adventure to, well, what it is now <laughs> and with all the with all the responsibilities and things like that that come along. With it. Yeah, no, no, I, you're not going to hear a complaint from me. I, I agree with you 100 percent on this. One. Yeah, it's like. You have to show confidence to your child, even when it's almost not the right time or it doesn't feel right to show confidence like that. I hate to say it, but like that fake it till you'll make it approach. I'm not a fan of that saying, but that's probably the best way that I could put that is like, yeah, you have all these burdens. Yeah, you have all these worries. You're trying to work through your own shit. But like take the failures that you had or like the situations that made you feel like garbage that you would want to emotionally dump on your child. And show confidence in ways to boost their confidence in ways that they can overcome those struggles. You know, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you right there. Okay. It, it, in a way, the fake it till you make it thing, I, I don't agree with that. I, you know, your kid needs to see that you're stressed sometimes. Your kid needs to see that you're upset sometimes. Because they understand that those things happen. And it's just how you deal with it is what you want to show your kid. You don't have to tell them why you're so stressed or why you're so upset. But you have to show them like that as a human being that you're capable of dealing with it and that those when those things happen, you don't have to, you know, live with them. You can uh, deal with those emotions. You can you can do those you can do the you know, you can do that thing, you can self heal. And that's just a you know, once again goes right back to what we were talking earlier, it's like it's a good skill to have. Is it gonna be perfect? Is it gonna work every time? Fuck no. It never works. It's not gonna work half the time. But, you know, the fact that you're trying and you're showing them, hey, you know, people are capable of doing this. is it, That's my point is like, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell them that my fucking life sucks at work. and My boss is an asshole. By the way, Nick, if you're listening, you're not an asshole. Thanks for being great to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you get the point that I'm trying to make. Yeah. Right? It's just saying, I, hey, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with a lot of the points that you made in that. The way that I kind of look at this one is as a kid, your parents or 
yeah, you look to your parents as like the the end all be all. Like they are your your universe. Yeah, you want them to show emotion. Yeah, you want them to be able to fight through that emotion. I guess where I'm trying to go with that is again where you're also stating like, hey, you're allowed to show emotion and you're allowed to overcome those obstacles. And I guess maybe confidence was like the wrong word or like the more robust word, but more like, hey, you're allowed to fall on your face. You're allowed to have these issues. It's human nature to have these issues. You know, mommy and daddy have these issues as well, too. But here are some things that you can do, like where I'm going through. These are things that I'm doing and kind of coaching them and kind of teaching them along the way. And I feel that's where a lot of parents get lost at least in my opinion, in my experiences, they get lost in that, that as a parent, you have to have it all figured out because your parents had it all figured out, which in reality, they had no fucking clue what they were doing, just like we have no fucking clue what we're doing. And it's up to us to at least say, hey, we make mistakes, we're human beings, and this is how ways that we could fix it. So yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. I think we're a lot closer to agreeing with each other on this one than you know I previously thought. I, yeah. I, you know, now that you've explained that, I got you. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, confidence was definitely the the wrong choice of word, but clearing that up, yes, I I uh, agree with you on that. I don't um, think I'm it was. I don't think it was the wrong choice of word. I think it was just the way it was applied. Um, like if gotcha. you confidently deal with a problem and then teach your children how to do that, you don't have to tell them what the problem was. Like, hey, right. this is how I dealt with it, or right. like the cause of the causality of the problem. Uh, exactly. or the effects of said problem, you know, just like showing them that it'll be all right. Hey, everything can be dealt with, with a little bit of, um, confidence and creativity is, is a good lesson for a child. It's an excellent lesson. And for uh, adults, especially when they see you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But oh, some yeah. adults are just like children. Mm, weird. Mm, weird. Mm. Yeah. Weird. And speaking of tough situations and being creative with it and overcoming those obstacles, the last one that we're going to hit on today for you guys as far as letting your child grow versus intervening in their lives in this episode that we're doing today. This one came from the New York Times, and I chose this specific one because I feel this one hits a lot, particularly for me and how I was growing up in this, and that's intervening in their academics. And I'm sure you have some bullet points that you're going to want to hit on this. but <laughs> You know... I should have brought up that story from the beginning of this episode here because it's directly, you know, directly relates to it. Uh, you were I, foreshadowing. I ton, yeah. Oh, I was absolutely foreshadowing. But like, I, you know, like I have a story about, you know, what, why we ended up living where we were living specifically because of, you know, schooling and things like that. Right. But first point here is we want our kids to strive and uh, succeed in school. But what is too much? Dave. I would think too much is doing their fucking homework for them. If your yeah. child doesn't understand this topic, you need to take a step back and explain it to them. You need to make sure they get the base, the, the base of what their, uh, what their teacher is attempting to teach them, or they're just not going to get it. So, you know, doing it for them isn't going to fucking help them. Doing it with them will help them far more. <laughs> and this is, this is weird. My son has a hard time, you know, going to the bathroom on the potty right now but yeah. he's he's really fucking good at math working our multiplication tables right now holy so, shit jesus yeah, yeah oh i'll send you i'll send one of these days i'll send you the picture of like uh, we, we've gotten into this habit at the end of the night of just like practicing writing numbers and letters and he can barely do it 
he can multiply five by five. And that yeah, brings weird. up that brings up a great point on that. It's like with academics, at least for me growing up too, it was always if you only know this much, that's all you're ever gonna know. It was never you you were stuck in like this fixed box that you had no room to grow. It's like, what do you mean you don't understand this? Are you are you stupid? And again, this is the nineties, two thousand, so you were yeah, teachers were allowed yeah, to say whatever was, they wanted. That was definitely the sentiment though. Right. It, it was. And, but, it was. Yeah, by the way, I'm not trying to like flex on anybody. Oh, my fucking four-year-old could do the multiplication tables. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to flex on anybody. My point is children develop completely differently. Yes. When I was in elementary school, I was in part of a, uh, a trial program called in the Pennsylvania Independent Learning Program. And I had like this little fucking contract that's like, Ryan is dyslexic. Ryan has a hard time doing this, this, and this. You need to give Ryan extra time to do these things, or you're a fucking asshole. It didn't actually say that, but, but that, that right. was the point of it. it was right. like, it, and now, now my wife is, you know, going through nursing school, and she has one of those. So it's just how how much it's expanded is nuts. It's crazy, and it's good because everybody learns differently. Everybody yes. develops differently. The human brain is completely misunderstood scientifically. You know, we're getting there, but we should probably fund that research a little bit more. Not to fall on this tangent, but but it's like the education system is made that you need to be well-rounded and you have to know little bits of everything in order to succeed. And that's that's far from true. I'm an absolute idiot when it comes to, like, math. I'm not a math guy, but I know somebody else is a fucking math guy and I'm going to go to him and he knows I'm really good at english and writing and we could barter that and we have those strengths to build upon and it doesn't mean that you're going to be stuck in that area it just means that you have room to improve but what i see a lot of happening is and again this is just my experiences and i'm not saying this is the truth but parents stick to like this fixed mindset of like you need to know this because you're in this grade and i can't believe you don't know this and instead of focusing on that fixed mindset when you cultivate a growth mindset instead of saying oh my god you're so smart instead wow you worked really hard and you used a lot of critical thinking and processing to get to where you wanted to be good job i don't know what your take is on that but i know Um, yeah i i would much rather my son be able to critically think his way out of something than him to be able to memorize his multiplication tables it's just at this point in time, it's just where he's at. First off, my son, he's a little lawyer. He'll always argue the other point. He'll be like, hey, how about another chocolate milk? I'm like, no, nah, you had too much. Yeah, but what if I didn't have too much? <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with right now. I love it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's true. It's true. We're like, <sighs> it, 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 wait, till, wait till you get to that stage, Dave. You have no oh, idea what's wait. coming. It's, you realize I'm a toddler, right? You realize I can handle myself in that situation. Dave, I've known you for 10 years. I know you're a fucking toddler. <laughs> yeah, and buddy. you're never growing up. Nope. But um, that kind of covered the next point before yeah. I you know, read it out loud. Just because our kids start here, not there, doesn't mean they can't go further. And that's, you know, I, I wish I had said that before I, I got into any of those, any of those, um, that, that, that whole conversation. Um, because that's, that's a really good way to, to, to say it out loud, everybody mm-hmm. starts at a different point. Um, trying, like, we try to standardize the education system in this country. And, you know, there are certain things that need to be criteria that need to be met 
so that you can function, but everybody gets there differently. So, you know, the grading system isn't a particularly good way to do that. A testing system isn't a fucking great way to do that. Pennsylvania took two steps forward introducing those programs when I was a kid, but then two steps back because they also introduced the P- PSATs. PSATs, yeah. PSSAs, PSSAs. PSSAs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like a really bad tester. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very, I have a fairly Same. high IQ, but I can't, I, I can't test Testing to see my life. Yeah, well, not even test. just that, I'm just bad at it. Um, I'm bad at awesome. regurgitating information onto a page. It goes mm-hmm. into part of like what I got going on in my head where like I have it in my head. I'm like, oh, I know the answer to that. But getting it to the page, it, it, you'd be like if I drew a dick on the page. Like that's <laughs> exactly no, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I took the those, I I didn't answer like half the questions because I just sat there and stared at the paper, being like, "Oh, did you not comprehend it? No, no, no. I I knew what was on. I knew what the answer was. Oh, I tried it down. I'm like, oh, fucking no. And as as a five year old or a six year old or a seven year old or whatever the fuck they started giving you those fucking piece of shit tests. It was just a bad metric to have. Yeah. Um, it was a bad way to do it. Um, when you're older and you're starting to, like, you know, you're, you're a high school kid. Yeah, I, I get it then. But still, it's a, it's still a tough sell. Um, especially, like, you know, kid, got people try, kids trying to go to college and university. Uh, which, <laughs> for... For us too, I mean, that's a yeah. different episode. We I don't yeah. want to fall on this tangent. Right, don't right, do it to right. Me. It, don't it, do it to me. Before you start arguing, like I actually agree with the SATs as a thing. Um, I think they've gotten too huge for what they are. Oh, shut up! You had to take a fucking aptitude battery to get your job in the army. I took the ACTs. I never took the SATs. You took you took the apps fad though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my point is like you you were determinatively cho- your job was chosen based on your skills. I'm not saying like that's the right thing to do. I'm saying societally, it's it's there for a purpose. Does it, should it probably change? Yeah, maybe. I don't fucking know. That could be a counter argument for another episode for another time. Yeah, we'll we'll go into that yeah. somewhere else. That yeah. that could definitely be somewhere else. But focusing more on like the academic and intervening in your child's academics, you're we're, we're talking mainly here like forcing or like really shoving it down their throats. Like, hey, you're supposed to be smart. I've told you since you were a kid, you're smart. And now you're failing your test instead of nurturing a growth mindset. Like, I, yeah. I get it. You didn't do great on this test. It might have been a study issue or something, you know, something happened in life. It doesn't, but that's not going to tell us that you can't get better at it. And for me growing up, I was always told I'm smart. So when I failed a test, I felt like a fucking moron because yeah, I failed a test. That's actually a really good point. Because I, you know, I was told a lot, hey, you're a really smart kid. What's going on? And it's just like, uh, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, you know, I'd, having diagnosable conditions was like a thing in my life. Right. So, And one thing that I have did with my son since he was a baby is I never, I never wanted to tell him how smart he was. I found this online somewhere else and I can't remember where it was, but I started telling him how much of a hard worker he was at a very, I mean, very young age when he's tummy right. time, crawling, all that. It was always, you're a hard worker. And I continued that trend now to where he's three years old and I, I constantly reinforce of how hard he is working and how hard he's developing. Not that, Oh my God, like, yeah, you're smart. You're understanding this. Like you're developing really well. You are an intelligent kid, but I really want to hone in on the fact that yes, you are a hard worker. Yes, you are persistent. And yes, you are using your critical thinking and your analytical skills to understand this stuff as a three-year-old, which is just fucking mind blowing to me. Right. Right. Mind blowing. Uh, you know, 
I, I do tell my son he's very smart because my son is incredibly intelligent. Whenever he does something, like he does, he does it incorrectly or he does, he doesn't get to the end goal that he wants. I make a point to be like, all right, well, you tried. Let's figure it out together. Mm-hmm. Let's start, let's start the process of figuring out what went wrong. And it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to get, have gotten that wrong. It's okay to take a second shot at something. And, and like that's the mindset I try to put it put into my son, which and is great. It, it yeah, it, it it's a growth mm-hmm. mindset because it's like oh I fucked that up. Time to take a step back. So we're you know moving forward in life, and we're trying to get we're trying to get things together. So that's that that's how I deal with that. I love it. I love it. So I know we jumped a lot of information down your guys' throats today in these last what forty five minutes, almost an hour now. And take what we said today as like this growth versus intervening. Really, I think the the Cliff Notes version of this is remember how you were growing up. I say this quite a bit. Remember your childhood and how you were raised and what that made you feel like when you were raised. And in the middle of a fight, did you want to have a fight broken up or did you almost feel like you had it figured out and your parents told you, no, you didn't have it figured out because you're only a kid? Or did you always be told how smart you were and when you failed a test, did you feel like an idiot because you failed that test, even though you knew the information? I think that's what we're really trying to get at today. There's there's no right or wrong answer, but it's understanding like, hey, this is logical and emotional on itself. And it's a developmental thing that you're going to miss or your child's going to miss some really big developmental milestones that they would have had otherwise. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add on that before we wrap this no, up today. No, that beautifully put. Beautifully put as always. Awesome. So we're going to have the references for all three of these that I that we used in this article or this podcast today, make sure you check those out. Go a little bit more in depth on them. They're really, really good stuff. I learned quite a bit out of those. We say it after every episode. Thank you very much for checking us out today. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast, support this movement of fearless fathers. It means the world to us. A year ago, we started out as a podcast. Now we're starting to scale and become more of a, of a business of a business. And again, we couldn't have done it without you guys. So bravo for you. If you haven't yet and you want to join our newsletter, uh, we're doing our five simple secrets that are going to help you become a more resilient dad, to help you become Superman, to help you feel like becoming Super Dad. So you can sign up for our mail list below. The link is in that description as well as the articles. And continue to make sure if you haven't yet, subscribe to the show, rate the show if you can, review it. Five-star review on Apple is going to go a long way for us in the algorithms to get us over that 200 hump, the under. 200 hump otherwise continue to share this podcast continue to grow every single day this this thing in life this thing in parenthood isn't a sprint it's a marathon man so just keep pacing along and you're gonna figure it the fuck out your kids are learning and growing every single day just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same we're gonna break these stigmas of fatherhood one step at a time one day at a time together we're gonna embrace the fear keep fighting